this is Encounters with Darkness. It's my podcast where I just kind of talk about creepy encounters that have happened to me and how those encounters have inspired me to be as creative with horror as I have been. But we are sponsored this episode and her name is Jessica. She is an It Works consultant. So anyone who's looking to like lose weight or detox, which is a must right now, like everyone's focused on trying to detox their body, then you need to check out her whole little link that'll be in the description below and see how you can make your life a lot better. But we do have G. Edward Smith on the show today. He is our special guest. He is amazing and he has published so many stories. It is, I couldn't even count them. That's what me and him was talking about earlier. I cannot count how many stories he has put out there, whether they're for sale or on his you have your website and you put a lot of your stories on there, don't you? Yes. Oh yeah. So not all of them. You have to spend like a bunch of money to get entertainment. You can like just go to his website, which will be right here and you can click on it and be entertained for literally weeks. That's how I feel. (laughs) Weeks and weeks. But Mr. Edward Smith, do you have any encounters with darkness that's happened to you? Oh, well, the first one that comes to mind is in a place that you're probably familiar with, the Crump Theater. I've never been. You've never been to the Crump in Columbus? No, I've been by it. I've walked by it. So what happened? My senior year in high school, I worked there when when they showed movies pretty much every night. And my first day, uh, my manager pretty much asked me, he says, do you believe in ghosts? I said, no, I don't believe in ghosts. I was never a religious person or anything like that. And he said, well, by the end of the week, you'll believe in ghosts. I said, okay, okay, whatever. You know, I just kind of blew it off and went on and did my thing. And I was there for about, I don't know, three, three and a half weeks. And then after the last movie showed, all the lights go down. Me and this other guy were out cleaning where the seats and the floor where everything were. Uh, and it used to be an old, uh, uh, before it was a theater, it was a. I don't remember what it was. I can't think of the word. Like, what they put on plays and stuff like that. Okay. So there's yeah. like a there's like a stage and then the screen, this big stage, and we we're up on the stage coming across. Uh, if you were sitting in the seats, we were coming across left to right, and I was walking down the stairs and up in the balcony, which is close to the public then because of uh, it was a hazard. Right. Uh, I just happened to glance to my right and I saw someone. I clearly saw someone standing there and I glanced again real quick and it was gone. And the guy I was with looked at me and said, you saw Harold, didn't you? I said, who's Harold? And he He described, 
he described what I saw. It was like a guy dressed in like a 1940s suit with the brim hat, like like darkish colored suit, almost like a wool type suit. He described him to the T before I told him what I saw. Oh, goosebumps. And that freaked me the hell out. He's like, oh, that was Harold. He committed suicide back back in the day. He jumped off the balcony head first and killed himself. And it just, it freaked me out so much because before, the part that freaked me out was before I could tell him what I saw, he told me what I saw. Yeah, that's when it really, when someone validates what you just experienced, I mean, it blows your mind. Like, there's, ugh. I mean, it, it, completely just made me it changed me in a way that I mean I'm still not a religious person and souls and all that I don't think people die and come back as ghosts but it it made me think about the world in a different way like there are things out there that you can't explain that don't make sense to our five senses oh yeah opened up this whole new realm of reality to me and i always in the long run i think it really helped my creativity because i mean you can just imagine all these things that i mean who knows could be real yeah and there's there's so many different things that are out there that you know I want so badly to, you know, say, okay, I believe definitely there's a supernatural realm without a shadow of a doubt. But at the end of the day, a lot of things can be logically explained, you know, especially when you really try to tear apart the situation. But not everything can be logically explained or just dismissed. And right. I, I want to believe, but at the same time, it would, it's like finding out that magic's not real, you know, that the way that they do the tricks, it takes away the fun behind it. So maybe, maybe I really don't want to know. It's, it's more fun believing well, and trying to chase after it. I, yeah, I agree with you there. I mean, it, it It's like the illusion is part of the allure. Exactly. I mean, especially if we come to find out that whatever it is, it's like a Cthulhu type creature, you know, how terrifying would that be? Here we want to make contact and then it ends up being something like that. Like you just lose your mind just looking at it. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. Exactly. I mean, even, but I mean, but then there's things like, um, like cryptozoids, you know, cryptozoological creatures that like, I mean, the biggest one, Bigfoot or Loch Ness, mm-hmm. didn't have to be real. They just, why we can't take a picture, why someone cannot take a picture of them is beyond me. But it oh, just yeah. seems like they have to be real. They, now Bigfoot and like Loch Ness and, I mean, you go throwing in like Mothman and, Thunderbird and all of all of those type creatures, you know, where some people have, you know, they've got photographs or we've got 
footprints that we found that we can't explain to where other people are like, oh, it could be faked. You know, there's, there's a way that they could have done it. But really those things aren't that far fetched of being real. Like we're, this is the same planet that had dinosaurs that roamed it. You know, who's to say that certain species didn't evolve as well and they're still there or were there, you know, maybe, maybe they're dead now. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I don't know. I mean, it just, I wouldn't call myself a happy go lucky person, but the world is such a big place. It just, there's gotta be so many things out there that we just don't know. And I mean, look, for example, the ocean is like, what, 70, 75% of the world? Mm-hmm. And we know more about the moon than we do the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, that that blows my mind. Like, surely we can develop the technology to really check out. I mean, even like the, the Amazon. I mean, not not one person has actually explored the entire Amazon. Like, what's all lurking out there? Yeah. We have a lot of what most of Canada is, you know, and you can't live in it. It's just crazy. So what's, what's out in there? You want to hear something really, you want to hear something really scary. When I got stationed in Alaska, I drove from Columbus to Anchorage and I drove through Canada for about uh, a quarter of it. And I came across a sign that said, you are now leaving 911 service area. And I was like, like, nope. I know. I was like, holy crap. This isn't good. (laughs) No. Yeah. I mean, you know you're out there when 911 doesn't work. Yeah. Like who's, who, who's going to save you if something happens? Like that's just crazy to me that there are parts of our own country that if something goes wrong you're basically on your own for a long time so we can send search and rescue yeah and who knows what lives out there yeah there's so much uncharted territory like worldwide that it's it's insane yep i agree so has any of like your experiences have they you said that it definitely did help inspire your creativity but were what would you say your number one published uh work out there that you know really touched what you've been through not just with the paranormal but you've you've been in the military i mean you've traveled like how much of yourself do you put in your books and which book has the most of you in it? Well, I think from my poetry to my first novel and even the flash fiction and short stories, the collection all have a part of me because I started writing after I got out of the military, I was going to school and then I started having panic attacks and then I started passing out and then I started isolating. And then I lived in my head for so many years that finally I just started writing. And I think the 
just that, uh, I mean, I don't want to say jealousy, like jealousy of normal people is a lot in my books and how normal people just live their lives and, and how crazy things can just happen to them. People, mm-hmm. people think life is just a straight line, you know, beginning and end. Mm-mm. It's just random chaos. I mean, I'm not, I can't decide if karma exists or life is just, ah, the universe universe goes, oh, there you are. I'm going to do this to you today. Yeah. Oh, no, I I can totally relate to that. I mean, all on its own. I have a few of my own work where, like you said, it's not necessary, necessarily jealousy that fuels you, but just the, the unfairness that life can bring. Like they say, you know, the good guy always finishes last, which that's not, that's not always true. But generally there's, <laughs> there's some truth behind that a little bit, right. you know, where, where you're too nice. It's easy for other people to manipulate someone who cares so much. And being a writer, it's fun to be able to call out, you know, shortcomings that can happen to someone. Like you said, life is very chaotic. It's, it's a roller coaster. It's not a straight line. Anything that goes up, it's going to come down and it may not be, even, you know, it'll be eventually. It may not be right away, but it will. Everyone will go through their own little crisis period. And writing for me and sounds like for you as well it's therapeutic it really helps someone get out of the dark place that we can all go into get sucked into but yeah, yeah no. i totally agree i just it's it's very therapeutic it's just i mean the days when i wake up and i'm just mad at the world I can write a piece of flash fiction and just kill every single character in it. <laughs> oh, oh yes. See, that's that's me. Like, I can't, I cannot watch. I love scary movies. I love horror. I love scary movies. But I'm watching it like this. Like, I cannot watch those gruesome, bloody scenes. Or when it's building up to it, you know, that anticipation of, you know, this person's about to die. Like, I'm the first person to get up and be like, well, I need to refill. I need to go get some more popcorn. I'll be right back. <laughs> Please don't pause the movie. That's, <laughs> that's me. But when I'm behind the keyboard, it's, it's different to write it versus seeing it. Like, I would never go out and kill people. I would never be someone like that. But Um, just wait till they make your books into a movie you'll be sitting there and watching every second of it (laughs) like really tearing it apart like why did they have her in that outfit Uh, that would be (laughs) that would be me be like she would Uh never wear that (laughs) (laughs) so i have read not all of your work it is definitely on my reading list but i have read a few of your your work that you've put out there and it is phenomenal i mean all the way from your poetry to like where you get into the actual stories like they're mind-blowing 
they they really are they really hit you and make you uncomfortable in the best ways possible like you're really forcing your readers to like face very very dark corners of themselves so it's relatable stuff i encourage everyone to go and like purchase everything of his definitely you won't regret it really appreciate that i've always said if i wasn't a writer i'd be the best serial killer this country's ever seen so I, I wouldn't. I'd be like very like, can you just hold still? Please don't get any blood on me. Ah. <laughs> I'd be the worst serial killer in the world. I'd tell on myself instantly, turn myself in. I did a bad thing. <laughs> nah, I couldn't do that. I just, <laughs> I'd write me notes and leave it on their door. <laughs> and I'd do it again if I could. Resurrect you. Well, I've got yeah. the I got the book right over there. Like, if you want to do some resurrecting, oh, I mean, we nice. can, we can. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, do you have any like big influencers? Like, who's who's your favorite author that you've kind of looked up to and been like, I can do that. You know, I can. Do you have anyone like that? Well. I really like Franz Kafka. I don't know if you've read anything. Metamorphosis is just, he's the weirdest, just strangest author that I think I've ever read in my entire life, other than like Jack Kerouac. I mean, talk about someone that knows the rules of writing and then just says the hell with them and breaks them all. Right. Oh, I, I admire anyone who can do that and still put out an amazing, amazing story. That, that's well, awesome. When I, was, when I was in AIT, I was in Georgia in the army. Uh, uh, one of the, uh, we were in the barracks and living like four people together in a room. And one of the guys was a big reader and he turned me on the Dan Brown. And I read angels and demons and, uh, I just fell in love with the whole concept of kind of taking the religious community and twisting it on its side. Mm-hmm. I, I, I loved his book, all his books, Turning Point, uh, Da Vinci Code. Uh, I, I just fell in love with him. And then, um, Harlan Coben, uh, actually found his book when I was at five beast at the VA, which is the psych board, <laughs> but they had a bookshelf and they had a, and I forget the name of the book, but it was by Harlan Coben. He's an amazing writer. He's the, he's like the king of the, the twist ending. Oh yeah. Never, never see coming. We, we don't have enough of that anymore. Like that was one of not really an author that really pushed me to just go ahead and, and write a story. But the fact that everything is so predictable anymore, I don't want to say everything. I don't want to like classify everything in there, but mainstream like movies and books that are out. Yeah. They're, they're so predictable. Like I, I want more endings where I'm just left 
you know, mad. Like, I want to be upset. I want to be so mad that I did not see that coming. That, that's what I like. So, yeah, no, I definitely agree with him. You, like, have you ever read Gregory Maguire? Uh, the Wicked series? I know that I own, but I don't, like, I have so many books. Yeah, same. I, I buy books like most people buy toilet paper. <laughs> exactly yes and I, I like to think most of my books have came from yard sales because I can't yeah I can't say no to them like I'm afraid that if I don't buy those books they're just gonna throw them away and like I have to be like a book saver like I'm their hero I'm saving look, them from the trash <laughs> they look so good sitting on the shelf too even if you can only see the spine you're just like oh that's my book yeah yes they're i i have to save them although most of them are if they're listening to us right now they're very upset because a lot of them are in totes right now because i just i bring out of bookshelves well i'm yep. telling you right now my favorite movie of all time is the wizard of oz and when oh. i found wicked it blew me away it's called Wicked, The Life and Times of the Wicked Witch of the West. And there's four books in the series. And it is amazing. Oh. You should definitely check it out. I Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to go through all my totes and see if that's something that I even have. It sounds so familiar to me. But I have so many. And then I try to, you know, you're very good on supporting the author community. Like you, I can't keep up with how much support you give people from your Twitter to Facebook to blog posts. Like you are all about building other people up. And that's phenomenal that like, we need to have more authors that, that do that. We're all in this together. You know, we're all after the same goal. And... Well, like I told Colin, when the when you hooked me up, actually I met Colin from reading an interview with you that he did. Yay! So I got in touch with Colin because of you, and yeah. uh, we did the we did a video chat. And I first thing I told him, I'm not a used car salesman. If people like my stuff, that's awesome. If they don't like it, that's awesome. But if I know another author that has a book out there, I'll 110% support them and say everything I can to get people to buy their book. But when it comes to myself, you know, take it or leave it. So. Yeah, I, it's, it's hard. It is hard to be pushy about things, but it it's good. It is good sometimes too, you know, here's, here's my link. Here's my book. You should check it out. It, I know what you're saying there because Colin's really helped me come, you know, move up in that, that whole area. Cause I was like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to ask for the sell. Now you put me in work. You, you give me something else to sell of somebody else's. I'm going to pitch that perfectly. My own work. I'm going to start fumbling over all kinds of words. Like it's just uh, not going to work out. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have I any, do. do you have any current, works in progress that's going on right now i feel like i this is unfair to all the listeners because i know of a few but i'm gonna pretend like i don't <laughs> well one i should bring up is one that you and i are doing together 
Yes. Paranormal. Ah, I know. I'm so excited. Uh, I brought that up in my last interview that I did um, with someone else. I was very excited about it. So definitely name dropped you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I've got uh, three of my stories written out of my six. Uh, yes, you are crushing. I have two. I have been slacking. Like you are going to have to pull that military self of yours out and like crack down the whip on me. <laughs> I've got well, two. We, we got a while. We got to October, so we still got plenty of time. We so. do. And for anyone that doesn't know what Paranormal Fringes is about, is I promise you. Well, I can't promise, but I'm like 99% going to promise you that there is not a book out there that's like this one. We are going to cover uh, a lot of cryptoids and kind of educating people on them, but there's some twists that I don't want to give away that's awesome. Like, I've read what you've done, and that's, yes, I love it. Absolutely. It's, wow, thank you. It's, I'm looking forward to reading some of yours, but... I know I, know I need to send her. So. Oh. Well, Paranormal Fringes, I have a book coming out uh, September 1st called Jacob's Pass, which is my first full-length novel, oh. which I, you read. Yeah. But it has a different ending now since you read it. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Uh, my editor and I got together and switched the ending. So it's it's got it ends on a different note now, which I think it, it turned out a lot better. But it's completely edited. It's completely finished. Uh, I think I haven't decided yet, but I think I'm gonna go through Book Baby. Oh yeah. To have the cover done and have it published and put out in the Barnes and Noble and Amazon and. Yeah. All the Uber places and stuff like that. I um, I support that 110% because he is right, everyone. I did read Jacob's Pass. It is awesome. And to know that the ending is different, like, now I can't wait. I, I, I have to buy this book as soon as it comes out so I can read the oh, ending. No, 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 no. I'll send you a free signed copy, so... I'm so excited, but no, I support that. Like that needs to be everywhere. Like it, it honestly does. There needs to be as many people that can grab a hold of that story as possible. Because even if the ending's different than what I read, I guarantee you that no one will be able to guess at what what is going on. It, the story sucks you in. All the characters are so relatable. And I, I can't give away too much. Mm. <laughs> well, I thank yes. you very much. All right. Well, I will end it. But thank you so much. You're so awesome. All right. You too, Ashley. It was nice to finally meet you in kind of person. Yeah.